Welcome to Escape the Rat Race Radio. I'm your host, Christian Rodwell, and this is your ticket to Escape the 9 to 5. It's amazing that you can actually have a four-hour work week if you want it. I think people think of piles of money so much that they forget that you just need the cash flows coming in, and you probably don't need as much as you think to cover your basic living. It's fantastic having not only your own business, but having such a passive income that opens up so many doors and gives us so much freedom to to work on things that we really want to do. Welcome to another of our Escapees episodes of Escape the Rat Race Radio, a shorter, punchier insight into some of our members' stories since they took the leap of faith and sacked their boss. Now, every two weeks, I'll be bringing you interviews with leading authors, entrepreneurs, personal development coaches, and marketing experts to the show, as always. But in between, you'll now also get the opportunity to hear from people who may seem a little more within reach of where you are right now. Members of the Escape the Rat Race community who have been attending our events since we launched in 2015, working with myself and our mentors, but most importantly, working hard on themselves and picking a lane upon which to focus. Now, I will be breaking down their story today into three parts, where they were, where they are now, and where they want to get to. I'll be asking them if they can remember the date that they set as their Escape the Rat Race day. And if you don't already have a date written down somewhere for yourself, let me challenge for you now to do so. State your intention, write it down, and put it in a drawer somewhere. You might just surprise yourself when you find it again in a year or two's time. Okay, let's do this. Our next escapee coming up. Okay, so welcome, Scott, to Escape the Rat Race Radio. How are you today? Great, Chris. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. It is really, really good to see you. I'm really looking forward to this because you've actually been a previous speaker at Escape the Rat Race right. as well. Yes. So That's I think it was great. Escape the Rat Race 13, perhaps. It, it was the January session. You came in, you did goal setting with, uh, with all the members, and it was a really, really yeah. great, great evening. Lucky 13. It was fantastic. <laughs> so kick us off, Scott, by letting everybody know what business you're in and what specifically that involves day to day. Okay, Chris. Um, I'm in the property business with my wife. We have a, a buy, renovate and hold uh, and let out property business. And day to day now, once you've got the properties going, it's uh, there's not that much, which is fantastic. It really is a mostly passive business. So we're doing more looking for other properties, um, but we also have time to spend time with the kids and, and relax. Yeah, super important. So yeah. today we're going to break down today's interview, as we always do, into three parts, Scott, where you were, where you are now, and where you want to get to. So let's go straight into part one, where you were. So let us know, Scott, where you used to work and what you used to do. Right. I used to work in the city. I came here about 23 years ago and have worked in uh, investment banks, insurance companies, private equity firms. Uh, I used to do mergers and acquisitions, corporate development, and uh, towards the end, some uh, public relations and branding. Yeah. Full-on corporate. <laughs> That's right. Very. So, and, and at what point, Scott, did you realize that you didn't really want to work for somebody else any longer? And what were the first steps that you started to take to change your situation? Several times through uh, through my adult life, I've thought that. But most recently, when we when I left this last time, uh, it was probably about four or five years ago. And um, the kids were getting a little older, all going to school. And we said, 
right, what are we going to do? Rock started to build a property business. So that was the, the thing, me helping support her, but paying the, the bills in the meantime. So that, those were the steps we had to take was get things going, learn how to do the property business and, um, and just prepare for the escape. Yeah. And property, you know, such a popular asset class because, you know, it really, really can help someone replace their income in a pretty short space of time, as long as you're committed and focused. You know, um, was there any specifics about property and how you settled on property specifically, um, you know, to generate enough income so that you'd be able to quit your job? Right. Yeah. Rox um, decided that uh, what she preferred was the HMO route which gives a really high level of cash flow fairly quickly. Um, so that's the route we went down and, and she became an expert in, uh, in the HMO field. Yeah. And how did you specifically for yourself, Scott, set parameters or know when exactly was the right time for you to be able to hand in your notice and, and sack right. your boss? <laughs> right. Yeah, it was, you know, we, we were looking at it and for me to be comfortable is when I knew we could cover our expenses with the, um, the income coming in from the properties. So once I could see that coming and that happening, then that was going to be the parameter that would make me feel confident that we could continue on from there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really, really great for people to hear who are kind of looking at making that transition themselves. So right. let's transition into part two, uh, <laughs> to where you are right now. So Scott, how long ago was it now since you quit the rat race? And can you remember your escape the rat race date? Sure. Yeah. It was almost about a year and a half ago. It was uh, November 2016. Yeah. November 30th would have been my last day. Wow. Um, and what three of the biggest realizations that you've had since transitioning from being an employee to becoming a property business owner? Well, one would be, it's amazing that you can actually have a four hour work week if you want it. It doesn't, I think people think of piles of money so much that uh, they, they forget that you just need the flow, the, the cash flow is coming in and you probably don't need as much as you think um, to, to cover your basic living. Um, so that's one, two would be how stuck in, in, uh, on autopilot people can become that they're not even open to the suggestion of trying different things that I, I, I hear that more now that I'm out of the city, you know, where people say, oh, I'd love to, but I couldn't, there's no way. And they're already fighting for their, the, against themselves, making it more difficult. And you realize, wow, you know, if you just thought about this a little bit different and took a few different steps, you could change things if you really wanted to. Um, a third one, just the value of time, I guess, and how, how amazing it is to have that extra time with the family. I do a lot more uh, work with the kids, uh, spending time with the kids and running them around and that, which is great. I love it. And Rocks has been really driving a lot of the, um, the refurbishments and the tenancy stuff. Yeah. And we, we've spoken about this before, haven't we, Scott, how, it, you know, it's kind of nice almost to see the roles reversed a little bit in terms of, you know, the, the man of the house being able to, you know, take some of the, the, the childcare and looking after the kids and doing those kind of things and uh, allowing, you know, rocks your wife to, to really, really focus on the property business, which, you know, is a massive passion of hers. I know. Yeah, that's right, Chris. Absolutely. And she loves it and loves it. And, you know, when I was working long hours in the city and she was doing all the, 
the house, um, you know, sorting out the household, that was really important and really useful. And as you say, role, role reversal has been fantastic um, and given me that opportunity to have time with the kids as well. Yeah, that's brilliant. So Scott, um, let's look at the future then. So now that you've got more time, more freedom, uh, both you and Rox are, are focused on something that you love doing every day that's generating cash flow. You know, did you set yourself any personal goals when you decided to quit your job and have you reached those yet? Yeah, well, there are a few, few things that I had set and um, one was to continue growing the business, which we continue to do. Um, teach, another was to teach the kids about the business, uh, which we do. In fact, um, you know, we take them to the properties at various times and they help us in, in little ways here and there. So they see, they get a sense of what actually happens and what's going on and, and talk them through it and help them with their questions. Um, also writing a book, I have the time to do that now. So, uh, just finishing off the last, uh, bit of editing and a, and a couple of chapters. So hopefully that's going to be done soon. Um, and looking at other income streams and spending time with the kids. These are some of the big goals that, uh, that I had set for myself. Yeah. And you know, you know that I'm also writing my first book at the moment and yes. wow, what a, what a big job that is. And you, yes, know, it is. you simply wouldn't have the time if you were working long hours, you know, during the week, I don't think to, to really get through that book in, you know, in half the time that you'd wish to. Yes. Very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah. So Scott, do you feel as if you've got greater potential now to achieve your life goals now that you've got more control over your time? Definitely. Definitely. It's fantastic having not only your own business, but having such a passive um, income. Uh, it really does. It opens up so many doors and gives us so much freedom to, to work on things that we really want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's always freedom that people talk of and freedom comes yes. in, in different forms, whether it be the financial, whether it be the time, the relationships and just doing, doing what you want to do. Yeah. And, and what's the most important thing, Scott, that you think is going to help you progress over the next 12 months? Uh, focus. I found, you know, you can spend a lot of time doing things that are interesting, but not essential. And, you know, by focusing down on our core things, eliminating the non-essentials, uh, it's a really big thing. It's like the Jay Papasan uh, interview you did recently, you know, focus on the one thing that you need to get done each day. And, uh, and then you get there, you will get there. Yeah. And it can be hard for many people when they're on this journey, just taking those first steps down yeah. that entrepreneurial route to feel quite lonely and, and, and maybe not have the people around them to, to help get them focused, you know, and, um, and support their big dreams to, That's to right. just, just go and do it. Um, That's so right. Great that you've got rocks there who obviously you're on a similar mindset. You're both building that strong entrepreneurial mindset with one another. That's right. And we've got the Escape the Rat Race crew. So other people that are trying to build their, their own businesses so people can easily join up with that group of people that you've got and, and bounce ideas off of people and, and really get a great understanding of how to do these things. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Thank you for that, Scott. <laughs> so Scott... For anyone listening right now, maybe they are squashed up on the tube. They're in, they're in the traffic jam. Maybe where you can remember being not that yes. many years ago. 
what would be your advice for them if they're still letting that fear, that little voice in their head say to them, no, you can't do it. Or it's too risky. What would you say to them listening right now? I'd say just do one thing every day. Promise yourself to do one thing every day that brings you one step closer, whether it's one phone call or writing 10 things to do in a to-do list. That's just do that one thing every day. Move yourself that little bit closer. In a couple of weeks, you'll start feeling the difference. Initially, you won't maybe feel like much is happening, but after a couple of lists and a few phone calls and a bit of research, you'll start feeling the momentum. And after a few months, it's, you'll really get the momentum. And after a year or two, it's incredible how much you can get done if you just spend 10, 15 minutes a day um, on, on moving yourself forward. That is so true because 12 months passes so, so quickly. And Absolutely. You know, if you're just consistent every day, then it's amazing. Yeah. When you look back after 12 months, just how far you've come, even though it doesn't feel like yeah. it at the time. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your escapee story with us today, Scott. It's been a real pleasure having you on Escape the Rat Race Radio. And I really, really look forward to seeing you at one of our Escape the Rat Race events again really soon. Super. Thanks for having me on, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Scott. Well, another inspiring story there from a member of the Escape the Rat Race community who made the decision to change, found the right people to support them in their learning and personal development, and then took action, which has now allowed them to sack their boss and live a life with more freedom, doing something they love. Now, if you would like to follow in their footsteps, then why not take your first step by either joining the Escape the Rat Race private Facebook group over at www.etrr.online forward slash Facebook or by registering for my next webinar, where I will show you how to start putting together your very own escape plan. Now, to register for that webinar, just visit www.etrr.online forward slash your escape plan. So I'll be back next week with another episode of Escape the Rat Race Radio. And until then, see ya. 